listening to PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome to Animal Rights on Pet Life Radio. This is your host, Tim Link, and I'm so excited to be here today. And thanks for joining us. We really appreciate it. Uh, my guest today is author and blogger extraordinaire, Melissa Trednick. She's going to be talking to us about her wonderful uh, new book, uh, Sex and the Kitty, all about her escapades uh, with her cat, Nancy the Cat. I should say it's a memoir that Nancy the Cat wrote, so we'll be interested in Nancy on the line as well. So it's fun and exciting, and if you know the blog, you'll uh, enjoy talking to Melissa and hearing what she has to say as well. So uh, we're excited about having her on board. So we're going to get right to it right after this break. You're listening to Pet Life Radio. Sit. Stay. We'll be right back after a short pause. Well, four to be exact. At Petco, we really love pets. There isn't anything we won't do to make sure they're getting the best products and the best care. So when you ask us a question like, So how do you feel about cat condos? We can say from experience, Feels like home. For her. Enter the code LUCKY10, L-U-C-K-Y, the number 10, and get 10% off any order. No minimum at Petco.com. your business to reach out and invite in our audience. We have a brand new trademark concept called Info Seeds. Info Seeds are short 20 second seeds of information about your place of business, practice or service is the best, most cost effective way to invite us in. We only have a limited number of slots left. For more information, visit the website PetLifeRadio.com Click on Sponsorship Information. There you can listen to a sample of Info Seed. Remember, only a limited number of opportunities are available. Hi everybody, I'm Megan Blake here with my sidekick Super Smiley. The giant mutt and spokes dog for throwaways. You're listening to Pet Life Radio and I'd like to tell you about our brand new show, A Super Smiley Adventure. Our show explores adventures with animals. They can be traveling out in the world trips or inner journeys where our animals lead us to inspiration and self-discovery or just plain fun adventures. Join us here on Pet Life Radio on a super smiley adventure. Good boy. Let's talk pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back. Welcome back to Animal Rights on Pet Life Radio. Once again, this is your host, Tim Link. I'm excited to be here today. Uh, joining me now is Melissa Trednick, who recently released her book, Sex and the Kitty, by her cat, Nancy the Cat, Escapades of Nancy the Cat. Melissa, welcome to Animal Rights on Pet Life Radio. Oh, thank you very much for having me. Well, we're glad to have you here. Now, now this is a memoir, correct, based on the escapades of Nancy the Cat, and it's from Nancy's standpoint, correct? But absolutely, although she, she called it a meow noir. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, a celebrity meow noir. She thinks of herself as a celebrity, so, um, yeah. Oh, fantastic. Now, tell us a little bit more about uh, the premise of the book and how did you come about writing uh, the book? Um, it really grew out of her blog and her Facebook page. She started off on Facebook as a result of um, some appearances in the local newspapers over here. And uh, because she sort of had a name for herself in Harpenden, where we live, and a lot of people had got to know her because she'd followed them home and made her way into their houses and whatnot. Um, 
and uh, there seemed to be quite a lot of interest when she was in the local papers. So I thought, well, why not put her on Facebook? So that's how it started, and from there I then started doing a blog for her. Um, and after a few months of that, really, it was some of her Facebook friends, actually, who said, oh, Nancy, you should write a book. So it was that that gave me the idea initially, and uh, it, it just sort of uh, snowballed from there, really. That's amazing. It's amazing how you can take something as simple as Facebook. We know Facebook's quite intricate. There's so many things you can do with it. But basically, just simple postings, Nancy telling about what she's doing for the day, and it grows into this whole organic uh, thing where she has this huge fan club. Pretty much. I mean, it started, I mean, if I'm honest, I initially started the Facebook page just as a way of um, trying to monitor where she was, because what she used to do, as I, as I said, was she would follow people home and she would sort of disappear and we would worry about where she got to. And people would always end up phoning us up and saying, you know, she's in our house or she's in the shop or she's at the petrol station. And I thought if I, you know, if I get her on Facebook and she has enough local friends, then if she does disappear, I can say, you know, has anyone seen Nancy today? And I can, sort of, Nancy can record where she's been, and it, it sort of, it seemed, people seem to find it quite funny that she would say that she'd been down to the supermarket, or that she'd followed someone home, or that she'd ended up in the next village, or whatever. So my initial thought was that it was just a way of me keeping track of where she got to. But it, it did just start then start to grow from there. I think once once Nancy found her voice, as it were, and that really came with the blog, it, it really did start to... And then she started getting friends abroad. It was no longer a case of just friends in our local area. It was friends in America and friends in Australia. So obviously by that point, it was no longer an issue of people actually be able, being able to say, oh, yes, I've seen her, she's at the park. Um, it had kind of taken on a life of its own by then. It's amazing. You know, I do a lot of work with helping people uh, locate their missing pets and bringing them back home or finding out where they're located at. And uh, I tell people all the time, you know, it's a, it's a wonderful tool. Uh, most people probably would not think of Facebook or some of the other social media sites as being a tool to sort of track your animal and try to get people involved. But what oh, better way? Absolutely, yes. And I think because so many people do use it and use it on their phones, you know, they, they're, it's a sort of mobile Thing as much as anything else so uh, no I mean it has been very useful and it still works now if she has been gone for a day or two I know I can still go on there and say has anyone seen Nancy um, in the last sort of 36 hours and usually someone will say yes she was at the pub or, <laughs> or wherever um, so it just helps put my mind at ease but, uh, but yes I suppose it is a crisis sort of 21st century method of keeping track of where your cat's up to <laughs> It is amazing. Let me ask you, how far has Nancy traveled at any given time, and how many days has she ever been gone on an escapade? The furthest she's gone is, I mean, it's probably about three miles. It's the sort of next village along from the town where we live. And she's been there a few times, and I think I know how she gets there, and that's because she's followed people as they're walking home from the pub. There's a footpath that goes from our town to this next village and I'm fairly sure that she's followed people um, at the end of the night <laughs> as they've left the pub. Um, I mean, she frequently ends up on the other side of our town, which again is probably a mile and a half in terms of distance. And again, that's following people or jumping in their cars or goodness knows what. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's quite common for her to, uh, for me to have to go and drive and collect her from somewhere because it's further than I would want to walk, to be honest. <laughs> And, uh, sorry, what was your, your other question? How long has she been gone? She, yeah. uh, she's, I mean, 24 hours is perfectly normal for her. 48 hours is quite common. She 
she has on occasions done three nights, which is when I really start to worry because that's when I think, oh, okay. Um, but, you know, having said that, we've always then had a phone call. And usually if she has gone for that long, when we do get a phone call, it's usually from um, somewhere sort of on the other side. And I think she's obviously followed someone across the road and then decided that she can't get back. And then she just basically has to wait for someone to find her and, uh, and telephone us. So that, I think that usually explains this, the longer absences because she doesn't feel confident about crossing the road to get home. So it sounds like she's quite the uh, good citizen, following people from the pub back home, making sure they get home safely, I'm, I'm assuming. <laughs> yeah, I suppose that's one interpretation. <laughs> I think it's more that she's just hoping for a free meal and a nice bed to sleep in. Um, I mean, I think it's just, I don't think she sees herself as a cat, to be honest. She, she's very, very sociable, very friendly. Uh, and if people show her any attention, then as far as she's concerned, that's an invitation to go home with them and uh, make a nice bit, I think. So, um, you know, I mean, we, I do know several people have told me that they've woken up and found her in their bed, that she's just made her way in through their cat flap and found their bedroom and, and decided to settle down. And they just wake up in the morning and find her on their bed. So, um, <laughs> you know, as far as she's concerned, I think every home is her home. It's all, it's all the same for her. <laughs> Perhaps that that's when you know you've stayed at the pub too long is when you wake up the next morning and a black cat's at the foot of your bed. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> okay. Well, well, listen, we're going to continue with Melissa Treadneck here in a moment. We're going to break for a commercial break, give our sponsors an opportunity to talk to us about all the wonderful things they offer. So everybody stay tuned. You're listening to Animal Rights on Pet Life Radio. Sit. Stay. <laughs> We'll be right back after a short pause. Well, four to be exact. Love your pets but wish their medications were a lot less expensive? They are at 1-800-PET-MEDS. You'll not only save on flea and heartworm medications, but on prescriptions for arthritis, incontinence, thyroid, and more. And you get fast service, free shipping, and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Plus, our licensed pharmacists ensure accuracy, monitor drug interaction, and more. See why over 5 million people have trusted their pet's health to 1-800-PET-MEDS, America's largest pet pharmacy. Call now or order online. Go to PetMeds.com forward slash Lucky, L-U-C-K-Y, to get 10% off any order and free shipping on orders of $39 or more at PetMeds.com. I don't make any decisions about who to hire without going to Angie's List first. You'll find reviews on home repair to health care written by people just like you. With Angie's List, I know who to call and I know the results will be fantastic. Angie's List, who you can trust. Go to Angie'sList.com forward slash rights and get 25% off any subscription. That's Angie'sList.com forward slash rights, W-R-I-T-E-S. This year, Americans are expected to spend a jaw-dropping $36 billion on their pets. From lighted leashes to high-end spa products, the discriminating pet owner can find just about anything to pamper his or her pet. Hi, this is Michelle Fern. Join me every week for Best Bets for Pets, where we'll talk about the latest pet products and talk to the companies that make them. Best Bets for Pets, every week, only on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets on Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Pet 
Welcome back to Animal Rights on Pet Life Radio. This is your host, Tim Link, and I'm here with Melissa Trednick talking to her about Sex and the Kitty, her latest book uh, written by Nancy the Cat from the viewpoint of Nancy the Cat. It's a meow more. Did I get that right? That's right, yeah. There you go. Meow more about all of her uh, wonderful trips and journeys and places she's been. It's a fun little book. Now, we talked a little bit before the break about uh, Nancy and a little bit about the blogs and the Facebook page that she has. Uh, how did Nancy come about uh, coming into your life? She was. I mean, originally, she was a uh, rescue cat. We contacted the local cat rescue organization. We were, we were looking for a kitten. We've, we've got one other cat already and decided it was time to to get a second. So we phoned around and found out about a litter of three kittens. And so, yeah, we just thought we'd, we'd go and have a look. And, um, and uh, yeah, she, she, she somewhat misled us, really, because when we went to, to visit her and her siblings, she was actually very quiet and quite shy. And uh, we, we thought, oh, you know, she seems like a nice, she'll, she'll be a nice lap cat, you know, nice and calm and good with the kids. I mean, she is good with the kids, but she's certainly not a lap cat. So <laughs> I kind of feel like maybe she played us <laughs> at that initial meeting. <laughs> now she ends up on other people's laps from time to time. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> now, Melissa, what have you? What would you say you've learned the most about writing? First of all, the Facebook, and then the blogs, and now the, the book. What have you learned most about that whole process? Well, I think the main thing is just that Nancy's voice, as it has sort of developed seems to make people laugh um, and I'm not quite sure where it came from but it just kind of evolved really starting with the status updates and then with the blogs and it just seemed to get a good response you know people seem to like I think people just like a funny cat <laughs> and so that was really where we tried to take it with the book just to take that to the next stage and also to maybe take things a little bit further than uh and perhaps is 100% factually accurate. So Nancy's uh, adventures in her book, book are possibly a little more exciting even than what she actually gets up to um, in real life. But, but I think it's all, you know, I, I'm quite convinced that it's all something that could happen. And I think it reads quite convincingly. <laughs> and I certainly think to people who know Nancy from Facebook and from her blog, I think they could quite easily believe that, uh, that it's all true. Now, Nancy considers herself quite a um, quite a glamour puss and quite a yes. celebrity at this point, doesn't she? Absolutely, yes. That is that's her main aim, I think. Really, to be to be uh, to be honest, she she just wants to be famous, and uh, a lot of the book is her working out how she can uh, achieve that aim, and not just in Harpenden, where we live. I think it's global fame that she's after. So uh, that's really what she's trying to do in the book. <laughs> and she's reaching out. Obviously, the book's done well over there, and it's doing well here in the States. So, uh, And the great thing is we know Nancy's going to continue on her journey, so there's a good opportunity for additional books. Oh, well, I hope so, yes. I think she's got a sequel in mind. So, um, yes, it would be uh, fantastic if we get the opportunity to do that. But, yes, no, she has. she certainly has a lot more adventures in her. <laughs> this is Abs- the end of it. <laughs> yes, definitely. Well, let me ask you then, uh, from writing the Facebook, uh, I'm assuming you, you post on Facebook on a fairly regular basis and, and blog on a regular basis as well? Yes, absolutely. With Facebook, it's, uh, you know, it's really a, um, it, it's pretty much constant, actually, <laughs> in terms of her statuses and also she, her photos. You know, the, I think people particularly like to see photos of cats uh, on Facebook, so we're always posting up things of what she's been up to and where she's been and and we try and get some nice shots of her actually out and about and meeting people. And But yes, no, she's, uh, she's a very regular Facebook user. 
How is the process of writing the book as far as how do you select what stories you're going to uh, put in the book and how do you put it all together? And do you find that challenging or is that a pretty easy process for you? To be honest, the first sort of seven or eight chapters are pretty much based on actual events. So in a way, that made my job a lot easier than perhaps it might have been. Um, there were so many stories that were that things that had actually happened to her and kind of scrapes that she got into, and um, and also other characters. You know, there are there are several other cat characters in the book who are all genuine cats from our street. And so it all, in a way, I was kind of I had so much material to start with. That was a really good starting place for me. But then beyond that, then I really did have to sort of sit and think. And I suppose that was the really kind of creative part in a way where I had to think, well, what would she, you know, what would be the next step for her? Um, you know, it, once she's decided to set her sights beyond Harpenden where we live, what what would Nancy do, <laughs> as it were? And so that was really where I had to sort of get uh, get creative and uh, use my imagination. But it all, you know, I mean, it really did, because she had been already on Facebook and blogging, I, I felt that I had quite a sort of firm grasp on her character and her voice. So a lot of that groundwork I suppose had already been done by the time I actually sat down to, to start writing the book. Yeah, it's always always find it challenging because there are especially when writing real life stories about about an animal or about a person, trying to select which ones are the uh, what chronological order, what's the logical uh, steps in putting all that together. And and uh, I know from writing that starting at the beginning is usually a good way to go, like you did, and then going from there and trying to narrow it down is a little bit more challenging. Yes, yeah. yeah, no, absolutely. But I think I mean the main thing from my point of view is um, is it funny. And if I were a reader, would I be starting to get bored? I mean, that was my main criteria because I thought I don't want people to kind of read a few chapters and think, okay, right, I've got it now. Cat runs away, gets found, gets taken. You know, I mean, even I would get bored of reading that even because it's about Nancy. So, you know, the main thing for me was, is it going somewhere? Is it different? And, and is it funny? It's just, I just wanted it to be a funny book, really. So, so hopefully I've achieved that. But yeah, no, I mean, it's uh, beyond that. I think it was Nancy's, I just let my imagination go a bit a bit wild, really, and, uh, and that let Nancy's voice take over. Well, I think you've accomplished that. It's a fun book. It's a great read and uh, very humorous, and we always like to see what Nancy's up to. Thank you. Now, uh, Melissa, where can our listeners read more about uh, Nancy the Cat? Well, uh, on Facebook, she is listed as Nancy's Small Town Cat, um, and her blog is www.nancy-the-cat.blogspot.com. So that's a good starting place. And that would basically, uh, you know, all any sort of, obviously she's always listing if there's other stuff going on or, um, for instance, things like this, then she will, she'll put up links on Facebook or on her blog so that people can keep, keep in touch with her that way. But it's, uh, it's a nice community, I think, on Facebook, and there's lots and lots of other cats on there. She's not the only cat on there, so, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's nice to be a part of that, uh, that cat community. <laughs> Absolutely. So everybody go visit those sites. We'll post them on the Animal Rights site as well, and make sure you become a friend of Nancy the Cat and follow the blog spot as well to see what uh, latest grace things that she's up to. 
So uh, once again, Melissa, thanks for coming on the show today. We really appreciate it, and we look forward to um, hearing more about Nancy's escapades and reading more about what she's got going on. So thank you once again for joining. Oh, thank you very much. All right, very good. Well, we're coming to the end of the show today. I'd like to thank everybody for listening to Animal Rights on Pet Life Radio. Uh, once again, I want to thank uh, Melissa Trednick uh, for coming on board, talking to us about the latest Grace book, Sex and the Kitty by Nancy the Cat. Everybody go out and pick up a copy of that and follow uh, Nancy the Cat on Facebook and Blogspot. I also want to thank uh, the sponsors and producers for putting on this wonderful show today and making all this possible. I really, really appreciate it, and I'm sure we all do, all of our listeners. To find out more about me, Tim Link, and other guests I've interviewed on the Animal Rights Show and the stories in my blog, you can visit the site. Go to Pet Life Radio, PetLifeRadio.com. Visit the Animal Rights Show. Click on the blog and read about what's going on as well, and you can download the shows and listen to them at your leisure. While you're there, be sure to check out all the other hosts and shows on Pet Life Radio. Uh, if you have any questions, comments, or ideas for the show, you can email me. You can email me at tim at petliferadio.com. That's tim at petliferadio.com. And I'll do my very best to answer your questions, entertain your comments, and bring on the people you want to hear the most onto the show. So until next time, write a great story about the animals in your life, share it in a blog, article, or in a book. And who knows, you may be the next guest on Animal Rights on Pet Life Radio. Thanks for joining. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.